What is up, self-thinkers? This is at Mr. Cogfit, also known as Jay, doing a podcast for the Self-Thinker Podcast. I know it's been a fucking while. I'm super excited to do this for you guys. Uh, I feel like this is going to be like probably a really good episode. It's something different. It's something new. It's something exciting. So, you know, um, you know, I know you guys are, are pretty much have the idea that I'm using ads on my podcast episodes and while you know this is I don't really want to do that it's more about a necessity to support myself and support uh, the podcast to keep it going so in order to stop the ads I highly suggest if you guys are listening through the anchor link that I put um, please donate please donate you know a dollar a month can help me to keep this thing going, keep this thing rolling. I already had a few people donate to it, so I'm really excited and I thank them so much for doing so. Now, let's get right into it. So, I created a new uh, blog post talking about... um, Yep, so I added a new segment to my blog called um, the meta narrative of health BS. Now, if you guys haven't checked that out, please do. Cause if you guys are um, looking at this or he- not looking at this fucking dumbass over here, if you guys are hearing this through the anchor link, there is a link to my website. So you guys could go and please check that out. I talk about three main um, meta narratives of health BS. And what I mean by meta narratives, I just mean patterns that I've seen many people use when they are spreading health misinformation and when they are kind of misconstruing health. And there was this one that I left out that I really wanted to talk exclusively on this podcast about, which is being a cherry picker. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with cherry picking, it's a term used as statistics to um, talk about someone who deliberately uh, focuses on certain data points to prove uh, their conclusion when that's not necessarily the case. So this is obviously problematic because you're misrepresenting the data that you have. And we see this all the time with people that cherry pick certain studies, uh, certain data points, certain demographics. They, they, you know, work the stats in a certain way to make it seem like their point is proven when it's not necessarily the case. So when I mean like cherry picking, we're, we're really talking about deliberately picking and choosing certain studies, certain data, certain arguments to push our point forward that doesn't necessarily represent the whole entire argument. So I'll give you an example. Let's say we have a hundred studies, right? And we're saying that um, we're trying to look at a treatment. We're trying to say that a treatment lowers, let's say hypothetically, the risk of heart disease. So we do a hundred studies, 70 of them say that the drug does indeed help with heart disease and 30 of them say it doesn't help with heart disease. So overall, the evidence seems seems in total to support the, the idea that the drug does help with heart disease. Well, not really an idea, but like the theory that it does and the hypothesis that it does. Um, and then if we just take the 30 studies and represent that to the public to, to show that it doesn't help with that, you know, that's deliberately misrepresenting the whole entire body of evidence, the whole entire data. You know, those hundred studies were the body of evidence for that particular hypothesis. And we just misrepresented that by just showing the 30 that show that it doesn't work. Now, of course, for obvious reasons, that's a huge, huge fucking problem because we're, we're deliberately misinforming people. So they probably will not want to take this medication that could possibly help them with their heart disease. And outside of this, we can see this with many different 
other factors and in, in, uh, fields in health. We could see this with GMOs. We could see this with, um, you know, nutrition. We could see this with a whole bunch of different shit. So it's, it's just it's just really interesting to see when people deliberately pick and choose what data points to show. It's um, frightening, actually. So just because, so you know, kind of where would you see this in actual discussion? So when you obviously disagree with someone, you should ask them for evidence if they're making claims because it's their burden of proof to provide evidence to you. And I've talked about burden of proof before, but if you guys need a refresher, um, burden of proof is just saying whoever makes a claim, a fact-based claim, needs to provide evidence for that claim. So when someone makes a claim towards you, they need to provide evidence. And when they do provide evidence, usually they'll cite like maybe one or two studies that sort of kind of agree with what they said. First, you need to actually read the studies and make sure that it actually does agree with what they said. Um, and many times it doesn't. <laughs> many times people don't fucking read what they cite because they don't know how. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. After that, let's say it does support what they're saying. You have to look at other evidence that might disagree with that or confirm that. So you have to do a bit of digging. Now, you might do this by looking at different databases like PubMed, you know, Google Scholar. Um, you also kind of need to have a background in whatever you're discussing about. So if we're talking about nutrition, you need, to, you need to know and understand the basics of nutrition. You can't just argue about something that you really don't fucking know. Because then you'll be just, <laughs> just as idiotic as the other person if you guys both don't know what the hell you're talking about. So if you have that basic background, it's easy to sift through studies, look and see what's really causing what, what's the case, and um, where to go from there. So you'll find out most of the time that person is deliberately citing particular studies to really agree with what they're saying, but it doesn't necessarily represent the entire field or what the experts are saying. And that's another important thing too. Make sure you seek out actual experts in that field. Don't seek opinions and insights from people that are non-experts in that field because they can be wrong, whether they know it or not. These are people that are infamous cherry pickers because they might be smart in something else, but they're not smart in the subject that they're talking about. You see this many times with uh, medical doctors and nutrition. So it's, it's really imperative that we look past credentials and really try to understand the research and what's going on and seek out the experts. Yeah, so just because someone cites you a study doesn't mean that that study necessarily represents everything. You know, you could pick and choose studies to agree with you. Or what people would nefariously do is they'll read through the study but only cite the parts that agree with what they're kind of saying, but don't look at the study in context, right? So I've seen this many times with vegan doctors. You know, these guys are probably really intelligent when it comes to their field, but when it comes to nutrition, they just obviously pick and choose what to highlight and what to leave out. And uh, you know, there's, there's my, my friend on Instagram, his name is Planted. I think you guys should check him out. Like I said, Planted, uh, P-L-A-N-T-E-D. He's vegan, he's my friend. And he kind of debunks a lot of the vegan nonsense that a lot of these guys are pushing out because they're deliberately uh, not showing evidence that doesn't agree with them. So this is something to really look out for. People are infamous cherry pickers. You know, people are infamous for not only cherry picking studies and data, but also concepts. So the infamous obesity, um, oh, obesity, the infamous insulin model of obesity, you know, you could cherry pick the, the models of obesity, the, the mechanics of, of insulin related to obesity in theory, but it doesn't really work out when you look at data 
like when you look at data like uh, control feeding trials, like metabolic ward studies, like um, RCTs, randomized control trials. So yeah, that, that'll kind of be included into the whole um, control feeding trials. So, and a lot of times people will cite rat studies and that's hugely problematic because rats aren't representative of humans. Um, that's a big point that I think I made a while ago. And it's something that you guys need to keep in, keep in mind. Just because something happened in a rat study doesn't mean it's gonna happen for you. Um, and people that are cherry pickers love animal studies <laughs> because it just proves their point in so many different fucking ways. And it's just like, the problem with studies like that and that nature is that, of course, it doesn't necessarily apply to humans. And also they're in a hugely controlled environment where they're getting unreasonable and unrealistic amounts of whatever substance that's being tested. So that's something to look into. And it's something to keep in mind. Now, how to engage with a cherry picker. I think I went over it. Please read the study. It's just to recap, read the study. Make sure the study like kind of agrees with what the person is saying. Have background knowledge in the particular area you're arguing about. So if it's nutrition, have a background in nutrition. Understand the basic concepts and terms. And you should also know how to read research. That, that's of course. You should, you know, do your own bit of digging. Look through places like PubMed. I know there's other great databases out there. American Journal of Nutrition is one of my favorites. Look through uh, those type of databases related to the field that you're talking about and look at the data. You know, what, what, is the, what are the other studies saying? You know, what's really going on here? What's kind of the consensus from the experts? You have to also seek expert advice. You know, that's, that's another one. You have to actually look towards experts in that field because they'll probably have a better idea of what's really going on compared to you, especially if you're not an expert in that field. And I think the last thing would be, um, once you do figure out that they're cherry picking, you know, I, I think it's, it's imperative that we provide context and evidence to that argument, especially if it's online. So this, this way, other people can see that it's a bit more complicated than this person or persons are making it out to be. So this way we can inform the general public of science, of research, and giving context to whatever that we're talking about. It's really about educating people at the end of the day, and professional cherry pickers love to misdirect and misinform because it makes them look correct. It makes them look like the expert. It makes them look, you know, solid. And this is a very dangerous thing. And it's something we should look into. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you know, I probably stumbled and ranted and raved in a little bit, but you know, fuck it. I, I give so I give this my all. And um, please follow me if you aren't already on Instagram at Mr. Cogfit. So that's at mr.cogfit. Also, check out my website, mrcogfit.com. So it's mrcogfit.com. There's no dot in that one. <laughs> and if you guys haven't already, please donate to this podcast. Next episode, I'm going to unfortunately put the ad on, but it's just two minutes. It's really just talking about this app that you're listening to right now. It's nothing serious. And, um, you know, it really helps support me. So if you guys really want to support me, just listen to it. Uh, let me get a few bucks. You know, if you guys hate it, just donate. You know, just a dollar a month you guys could just give me. And it will help support this and keep this going. But anyways, if you enjoyed it, please like, please share. Um, and I got more coming for you. All right. Peace.